A blessed Sunday everyone. A blessed afternoon sa inyong lahat here in Shekinah Hall and those who are joining us in FB and in YouTube. So thank you for joining us. Just turn to your neighbor. Sabihin mo, Happy New Year. Kung mayroon kayo kasama sa inyong mga homes, do also greet them Happy New Year. And you know, thank you for joining us in our last Sunday worship service of 2020. Palakpakan natin ating Panginoon. But before I will go to God's Word, I would like to highlight a few announcements. Um, we, we always highlight this, that um, now we have two services, which is in the morning service and in the, this is the second service. One is at 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. And if you are available to join us in our services, do register sa Eventbrite. And also coming next year, in, um, I think second week of January, we will have our Saturday service, which will we will give you the details later on, um, maybe coming days. Uh, we plan to have it at earlier time on Saturday by, by around 5.30 p.m. So if you are able, and we also encourage all the families to join us uh, during the time on Saturday worship service. The second announcement is this. Uh, we would like to encourage all of us to join us in our journey, in our Bible reading plan this coming year, 2021. We'll be reading this Bible reading plan. And uh, you can get access, hold of the hard copies in our ushers, yung yellow paper, meron po doon. And if you are wanting the soft copy, there is a link there. Uh, we will be sending to you in the, our chat group and even in Facebook. And also, if you have your apps, yung Barra Bible apps ninyo, you can also uh, access it to the U version. There is the particular Bible reading. And also, meron link doon. Um, you can access your daily devotional of that particular daily reading. You know, it's always good for us to journey in studying God's Word. Amen? Very important yun so that we can uh, mature in our walk with the Lord. The same time, starting at January 1, we, we, we desire all of us, and ito po ay requirement ng government, that to have your Trace Together uh, app in your mobile phone, or you have your physical Trace Together token. Kailangan po yun, or else, hindi namin po kayo makapapasok ma, ma, pag gagamitin nyo lang yung so take note, ask your employers uh, to get all, get hold of this. And if not, if you don't have the token, you can install it, install yung uh, Trace Together app sa mga mobile phone. Sino nang po meron ditong um, app na ito? Taas kamay. Ayan. Yung token, sinong meron? Okay. So please do, uh, so that um, the January 1, we, we don't want to say na hindi ka pwede pumasok. Ito po ay requirements ng government. Also, this coming January 1, we will have our New Year's service um, at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, pero ito po ay online lamang, hindi po to physical. The reason being, we must abide to the government requirements na hindi pwedeng mahaba. And at the same time, meron tayong time of worship and time of prayer. And, and if we have it here, very limited lang ang pwede natin magawa. We can't worship na singing, and then we can't pray together. So what we encourage you is to find a home. Um, we, the, the elders, the pastoral team, and the board, and some of our brethren are willing to open their homes so that you can join them during this time, New Year's Service Day. Uh, service via online. So take note, wala po dito, 
online po siya sa YouTube at saka sa Facebook. And if you need a place where you are wanting to join, do approach us, do approach the pastoral team so that we can connect you to those homes that's um, willing to host you and available po. The same time, January 1, we will have uh, this service and also kick off yung ating um, prayer and fasting, seven-day prayer and fastings. All those things uh, will be posted to Facebook and we'll be sending also via um, on, on our chat group. All right? Once again, Happy New Year. And I'm excited for this brand new year. But before that, um, we want to thank the Lord. We want to thank God for His faithfulness niya for His guidance, His provision, and protection upon our lives in 2020. He's been good. He's, you know, He sustained us all throughout these years and days and these months. Amen? So palakpaan natin ating Panginoon and say, Lord, thank You. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful. Hallelujah. And in the couple of days, we will be entering 2021. And I believe all of us have mixed feelings. Some of us are, are excited. Sino excited dito? Taas kamay. Mukhang wala. Diyan sa homes, excited ka ba? Kung excited ka, tumalun ka. Anyone excited to, to enter 2021? Marami dito parang hindi sumasagot. Some are excited because it's an opportunity for them to start a new year in a brand new slate, new, new start. Some, ang attitude nila, eh, okay lang, same-same naman, so-so. Hindi rin naman ako makauwi. All of us still wear masks. Hindi ko pa rin mapakita ang aking, show ang aking nice smile at saka ang bagong lipstick. While some of us will be filled with worries and uncertainty, because we don't know what lies ahead of us. Expect that this coming new year, we will be experiencing joy and blessing. We'll be experiencing victory and success. And all the more, we want to thank the Lord for His faithfulness. However, we also know that as we enter this brand new year, we will face new challenges, new sets of challenges. Some of us, will have to make critical decisions for a student which course to take, which school to go. Some of us have to make a decision whether we want to stay with our current employer or move to another employer or find a new job. Some would want or have some family matters. Either they want to migrate to a different place, stay in Singapore, or go back to the Philippines. Those are critical decisions. Some have a critical decision to make whether to pursue a relationship. Liligawan ko ba? O sasagutin ko na? All those things are critical decisions that we have to make this past, this coming new year. Some of us will experience discouragement and disappointment. We have met unmet dreams and desires that we will not be able to attain. We have made plans, but parang wala nangyayari. In this coming year, we might experience broken relationship, frictions with our family members or someone we love and hold so dear. And even in our care group, my friction. We might face disappointment 
because of our challenges of our family, someone back home that disappoints us, our children at times. We might find discouragement even, even in ministry, the care group that you're handling, that God has given you, parang hindi lumalago, and you feel discouraged. This coming new year, we might even encounter brokenness and hopelessness. Some of us might lose a job, might even lose a loved one, or a lingering illness that we said, I hope this is gone. And all those things might happen in our life. All these things can happen in this coming year. But the question is this, how can we respond? How can we prepare ourselves? How can we endure this coming 2021? How can we prepare facing all these challenges in life? Let me suggest, more than just writing a new year's resolution, I believe the best way that we can respond in this coming new year is to humbly come before God and pray this simple prayer. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. You know, we all need to be guided. We all need to be directed. We all need God's presence in our life to guide us, to lead us in this coming new year. The Bible says that we are like lost sheep, gone astray. In Psalms 119, it says, I've gone astray like a lost sheep. In all the more, we need God to help us navigate, help us to go through this coming new year. And I've entitled this sermon, Lead Me, Lord, and we'll be reading from Psalms chapter 25, verse 1 to 10. And I encourage all of us to read the whole text if you're during your devotional. And I invite all of us to stand as we read Psalms chapter 25, verse 1 to 10. Lead me, Lord. Let's read together. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, none who waits for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love. For they have been from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in the what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. Let us pray. Lord, I pray that you quiet down our soul today. May our heart be still. May our ears be open to your voice. 
as we tackle your word. We ask, Lord, that you open our hearts to illuminate, Lord, your word. We ask for your Holy Spirit to make it so simple. In our prayer, Lord, that as we come and enter the brand new year, may we take the right step by coming to you humbly, praying, lead me, Lord. So salamat po, Panginoon, for this afternoon we have. Have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Many Bible scholars agree that this particular Psalms was written by David. And many of us know the life of David. David's life is an open book. It's filled with so much drama and there's so much truth and principle that we can learn in his life. We know that David was once a boy who was looked down by his brother and even forgotten by his father when they were selecting where to be anointed. And when he became a king, uh, when he was anointed as a king, he had the opportunity to kill a giant. And then he became a hero of the nation. But suddenly, from a hero, he becomes a fugitive. enemy Because he's being chased by King Saul because of jealousy. And later part, we see that he became a king. Pero nagkasala siya. He have committed grievous sin while he was a king. What did he commit? He committed last. May nakita siya na nagliligo. And then he, planned, he, he lied and he even planned a murder. And in his, even his family life, yung mga children niya was never perfect. He was never, he never a par- perfect parent. And one of his sons even tried to take away the kingdom from him. And the story goes on and on. The life of David was never perfect. So much drama. And he wrote, if you read book of, uh, book of Psalms, he wrote 73 Psalms. And all of them is filled, was filled with a story to tell. All of them ay may hugot. Kaya sabihin mo sa katabi mo, may hugot siya. Sabihin mo yung, ano na, baka pagod na siya dyan, may hugot ka sister. May hugot. If you read his writing, may hugot ang buhay niya. That's why when we are reading this text, you see how David started chapter 25. He's expressing his struggle before the Lord. We read in verse 1 and 2, he said, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. This man was coined as a man after God's own heart. This man was used to establish the kingdom of Israel. But yet, notice this, he was never exempted. He was never exempted from the problems in the weight of life. Kahit matuwid, at time, many times he would live a life na according to the will of God, pero he will experience struggles in life. He faced hardship and he faced many enemies. When the word in the scripture said enemies, normally it has a literal meaning. It refers to someone that is hostile. Someone that would bring harm. Kaya enemies. But if you read in the later verses of this chapter, 
David did not only experience external enemies, but enemies inside him. Inside. So, hindi lang literal, but when you read the scripture, it would also speak figuratively. He was facing inner battles in his heart. And I would like to highlight a few in verse 16. He says, he wrote, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distress. In verse 18, consider my affliction and my trouble and forgive all my sins. 19, consider how many are my foes. And with that violent hatred, they hate me. Three verses speaks of what's happening inside his soul. And one verse he speaks about the battles he's encountering outside. Tanong mo sa katabi mo, may kaaway ka ba? O yung nandyan sa Facebook, may kaaway ba kayo? Nandito ba kaaway nyo sa, sa, sa church ngayon? Kaya malayo, nasa, nas, nasaan? Nasa hope room? Buti nandito kasi si Kaina. There are so many enemies, not just external or people. There's conflict at times. There's a conflict, but also challenges we have. And here, David said he's lonely. He faced loneliness. We don't know. Scholars don't know when this was written. He was lonely when he was being chased by King Saul. He was anointed to be king, but he was chased by King Saul. He was alone and what he was surrounded with. If you read the scripture, he was surrounded with people who is distressed. He's alone. He was isolated. And when he was being chased by even by his son Absalom, he was alone. Running away. Loneliness. I know some of us feel lonely. May nakita ko sa Facebook a few days ago. Lonely daw siya nung Christmas. Hindi ko nalilike. Lonely daw siya. Hindi pinalabas, probably. Nagpicture siya. And there are times we face loneliness. We want to go back, be with our family, and we face loneliness. Here he said he was he faced affliction. Affliction there is being poor, being needy. And look at verse 17. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Lumalaki. Have you experienced that? The troubles in your heart? Lumalaki. Nakaka-high blood ka na tuloy. Magpacheck ka ng BP. Small problems. And it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And enlarged in your heart. And what did he say? Lord, bring me out of this distress. He says, there's sin. Forgive all my sin. Do you know sin brings guilt and shame? It haunts us. Sin, at times, we, even though we know God has forgiven us, forgiven us, at times we don't forgive ourselves. And it, and it it's us from inside. And David said he, may, he, he have a lot of foes. They hate me. With all this struggle that David was experiencing, you know, he used an ima- imagery, a figurative ex- explanation of a picture, what he was experiencing. In verse 15, sabi niya dito, 
He's like someone on the net. Stuck. Trapped. Entangled. Caught in an escapable situation. And the only thing that he can do is to cry out to the Lord. Look at what he did. Instead of fretting, instead of giving up, instead of losing hope, his response was this. Set my eyes. My eyes are ever before you, Lord. He drew near to God. He opened his heart and soul before the Lord. That's why in the early verse he said to you, Lord, I lift up my soul. My God, in you I trust. This coming new year, these coming days, if we desire to follow the leading of the Lord upon our life, the first thing we should always remember to do is nowhere to run, is to run and draw near to God. No matter the situation, is to run and draw near to God. He draw near to God. And when he approached God, he draw near with desperation and total dependency. And when he draw near, he came with humility and honesty. And when he draw near, he came with awe and intimacy. Verse 1 and 2, he says here, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul, O my God, in you I trust. He directed his heart to God. He opened his heart. He was so desperate. He expressed his desire, his emotion, his passion, his deepest longing and struggle to the Lord. He addressed it before God. Hindi niya pinosa Facebook. Hindi niya pinagsabi. Ang una niyang ginawa ay sinabi niya sa Panginoon. Ang tendency tayo, ang gagawin natin, itatagpa yung magkukomplain kay Facebook. Walang makagawa sa Facebook. Magiging chismis lang buhay mo. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Address it before God. Focus your attention to our Savior. And not only that, he was also acknowledging his total dependency in God. Instead of relying on in his own strength, he said, Lord, in you I trust. You know, David recognized that he is incapable to handle all the battles he's facing. And he needs to cling on the Lord for help. You know, David, even though he, he, he have an experience, remember he killed a giant and he even have an army. Probably when he was a king, he had these riches, his might, and he, was, he had influences. But he never uses them. He, he, he came to the Lord. He came to the Lord and said, Lord, in you I put my trust. He drew near with desperation and dependency. He also drew near with humility and honesty. In verse 8, it says here, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble in his way. The word sinners there were mentioned. If you look, look and study, uh, someone who lost his way. And we see how David acknowledged himself as a person who have lost his way. 
That's why in later verses, in verse 18, he said, Consider my afflictions and trouble and forgive my sin. David was humble enough, honest enough, and real enough to come to the Lord and said and recognize his sinfulness. His shortcomings in rebellious way, in his failure. He did not come with fake. He come to the Lord with his real, his, who he is. He did not make excuses. But he come to the Lord and said, I have lost my way. He owned up his mistake. He humbled himself before the Lord. He humbled himself. You know, when you are humble, and when we are honest, we have a teachable heart. We begin have, and the Bible says there, he said, he leads the humble in what is right. When you're humble, when you're honest before God, God will guide you to his ways. Pero problema, marami sa atin hindi humble. Hambog. Kaya, kindatan mo yung hambog dito. Sige. Walang gumikindat. Ako na makikindat. Sometimes we are full of pride. We think we know it. But God wants us to be humble. God wants us to be real to Him. And when we are humble, He teaches us and leads us in His way. David draw me with awe and intimacy. Verse 14 said, The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear Him and makes known to them His covenant. I struggle with this verse. Like Pastor Ray said, you fear in service, in serving. How do you balance those things? You know, fear means to have an awe, to respect, to honor, to prioritize God. Hindi mo babastusin. Hindi mo babalewalaan. Hindi mo siya parang okay lang. When you fear or you give respect in awe, you put priority in value. And here it says that for the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear Him, that you prioritize Him, that you value Him. Like example, if a sister come to you, sister, parang hindi ako feel pumunta church today. Mas masarap yata umakyat. Walang masarang umakyat. Walang masarang magjalan-jalan. Walang masamang magjalan-jalan. So parang, huwag muna tayo mag-church, parang kailangan ng feet ko magjalan-jalan. Kumakati ang aking feet. Now, is again, what is your priority? To whom you are placing value. If you fear God, you put Him first. And the rest are secondary. Just imagine this. If I would date my wife, I said, sweetheart, mag-date tayo kahit sa kopitiam. Let's just eat. Iiwanan natin yung baby. Ang tagal na natin hindi nag-mag-date at mag-usap ng intimate. You know, mag-usap. Mag-date tayo. Pag-upo ka namin sa kopityam, nag-order ng chicken rice as wonton noodle. Siyempre, ang expect mo mag-usap kayo. 
Eh pero pag ginagawa ko ay nandito sa telepono at nagtitik na ng text, o oh, ngayon may nag-text. Dahil dyan may nag-text. Oh, may nag-text. At I'm not speaking to my wife. Do you think my wife will appreciate it? Do you think my wife will be intimate to me? Do you think my wife will say, ang pogi-pogi mo, pastor? Do you think my wife will say, I love you when I'm, I'm, lahat na nakatingin ko ay nasa phone? The same thing. The Lord wants us to prioritize Him. If we want to know His will, if we want to know His way, seek Him first. The rest, mamaya na lang. Because when you develop and you have reverence towards Him, when you put Him first, you be develop that communion. You develop that close communication with Him. And when you have that deeper intimacy with God, you all the more see the beauty of His promises. May enjoy mo ang kanyang salita. All the more your ears will be excited to hear His voice. And when you have that, you begin to be in tune to His leading in His life. Pero pag wala yun, we will miss our way. If we desire to be led by God this coming new year, first, we are to run and draw near to Him. Second, if we desire to be led by God, we are to submit to God's Lordship. We are to submit to His Lordship. David's central prayer in, in this chapter is found in verse 4 and 5. And this is the central prayer he has. He says here, Make me know your ways. Teach me your paths. Lead me your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. If you read this, your ways, direction, the course of life, even the moral character, you you follow his ways, the way he, the purity, the holiness, the mercy and love, you follow his ways. Then here he said, your paths, the way we live, lead me your truth to be able to know what's wrong and what's right is instruction. When you look at this, David's desire is for God's guidance in his life. And as I ponder on this verse, I realize it's very sincere. It's very noble. Parang ang ganda. Wow. But at the same time, it's, it's sincere, noble, but it's a costly prayer. Because God's way, for God's way and path and truth to be established in David's life, there's a need for a great exchange. And what's that exchange? He has to humble himself and submit to his lordship and rulership. To submit. Kasi isa lang pwede mangrain sa ating puso. Either ikaw or siya. Your ways, your path, your truth. Many of us fail to see this. We want to know His ways. We want to know His paths. We want to know His truth. But at times we are hesitant to let go of the thrones in our heart. I was reading an article before. It says that our heart would have many rooms. 
But sometimes we are not giving the, all the keys of the room. We only give one part of the key of the room, one part of the house. But what God wants us to do is to surrender so that we will not live in our ways, not our path, not in our subjective truth, but in His way, His path, in His truth. Recently, I, I thank God for the blessing that we have received. Thank you for those who have given us gift as family. And a few days ago, yeah, two days ago, Christmas, um, we have received gifts and my son is so excited to open the gifts. And one day before Christmas, he said, Papa, can I open the gift? Talagang excited, excited. Sabi ko, no, hindi pa Christmas. Not yet, not yet. One more day, one more day, you can open. So what he did is this. He took one of the gifts, he ran to one of the room, closed the door. Kala ko naglalaro lang. And then open the door, come up. Wala yung gift sa kamay niya. Then he would do it a few times. He go to, to the Christmas tree, take the gift, go to the room, close the door, lock ha? Then after that, comes out. So that day, I think this was 24, about 5.30, I brought him down sa playground. When I brought him down sa playground, malapit lang. Paglakad ko, andaming gift wrapping dun sa baba. Andaming gift wrapping. We stay in sixth floor. And I know the gift wrap. Pilipino lang naman ang bibigay. Andami, mga three or five gift wrap. And I know what he did. Inopen niya, tinatapon niya doon para walang ebidensya. Mauta! Iwok sa. No. It is his... I was shocked when he did that. But prior to that, napalo ko na siya because he did the same thing. So I talked to him. And this is how I deal with him. Levi, when you were doing this, what was your brain thinking? And he say, throw downstairs. Okay, honest. Then, Levi, what is your heart saying to you? Is it good or bad? He said, it's good. <laughs> He's a kid. And I told him, sabi ko na nga, I told him, how do you know, why did you do this? Kasi natatakot na siya, alam niya. Why were you doing this? And you know what he said? I don't know how to answer you. And many times we want our way. We want, we think in our mind that this is right. Like a small kid. But God has his own way. And we have to renew our mind and our heart always be checked to the Lord. I said, Lord, is this your way? Is this your path? Is this your truth, Lord? Ask ourselves, are we living in His Lordship? Is our decision, is our investment, is our time given to God? 
Do we recognize Jesus not just as our Savior? Do we recognize Him as our Lord? Ask ourselves if we are walking in the Spirit. You know, I realize in my pastoral work, many times, major and lingering problems we have in church, in families, in any relationships with others are not caused by the new believers. Many times the problem comes, came from those we expect to be matured. And I realize this in myself. Because the more I grow older, the more I think I'm more knowledgeable about the Bible, the more I'm familiarized with it, or even hold a certain position or attain a certain biblical certificate, I thought that I'm doing okay. I thought that my spiritual walk is fine. That there's, there's nothing more to surrender, but I realize the journey of submission is surrender. It's a lifetime. I learned this. Spiritual maturity is best measured by our submission to God, to His Lordship in our life. If we desire to be led by God for this coming new year, submit to His reign. Submit your heart. Submit everything to Him. Surrender so that His ways, His path, and His truth will be in our life. Lastly, if we desire to be led by God, we are to be anchored in God's love. If you read time and time again, David's writing would remind us of God's character in promises. And one character that he would often highlight is God's love. And in this chapter, he repeated it several times. In verse 6 and 7, he said, Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for there had been from all. He remembered. He recalled God's steadfast love. He remembered the promise of God to his people, to this nation, that they are chosen and are treasured possession. He remembered how God has loved them. At the same time, he remembered God's steadfast love when he he failed. He said in verse 7, Remember not the sin of my youth or my transgression. According to your steadfast love, remember me. He remembered God's mercy in his life. Because he made blunder many times. But even though he made blunder, he come to the Lord. Ask for forgiveness. And he received mercy. He remembered that God's steadfast love in the journey, in verse 10, the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness. He knows that the path that he will take as he follow God's will, even though it's rocky at times or stormy at times, he knows that as he follow God, he is dwelling in his great and steadfast love. David was rooted in God's love. And we too are to be anchored in his steadfast love as we come to the Lord and say, Lord, lead my life. You know, there's a danger we forget God's love. And when we forget God's love, there are so many 
things that would happen in our life. When we forget God's love, we, became, we become prideful. When we, be, we forget God's love, we become un, ungrateful. We are self-righteous. When we forget God's love, the way we deal with people, we elevate ourselves. Yayabang ka. Instead of loving others, your love has become conditional. Mamahalin mo lang yung kahawig mo, ayaw mo yung hindi mo maspelling ang muka. You, you are conditional. If you forgot God's love, you don't show mercy to others, that host, those who have hurt you. You become bitter. And you are unable to forgive because you have forgotten the love that you have received from God. When we forgot God's love, what happened? You begin to source out other alternatives to fill the void in our heart. We live in our own ways. We pursue our own agenda. We become rebellious and we love other things more than God. When we fail and forgot God's love, you know what happened? We also begin not to trust Him. We forget our identity that we are His children. And what happened? We compare ourselves with others. When we forget God's love, we forget that His plans is always best. When we forget God's love, we question His promises. When we forget God's love, we lose hope. You know, one thing that the enemy will try to rob us is the understanding. In Ephesians chapter 3, these churches were experiencing persecution. They were having some problem in the church. But he said here in Ephesians 3, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend all the faith, what is the breadth, the length, and the height, and depth, and to know the love of Christ. Brothers and sisters, for us to endure 2021, we must be anchored in His love each day. Remember, God's unfailing love, that His love endures forever. Kahit anong mangyari, remember God loves you. As a summary, as we start the new year, let us desire to follow the leading of the Lord in our life by drawing near to God, by submitting to God's Lordship, to His Lordship, and to be anchored in His love. You know, in the past months, the pastoral team have an opportunity to open our homes to some of you, some our care groups. Though it's limited lang, and our desire is to connect with each one of you, pero limited lang po. So that we may know you by name and listen to your stories. You know, we, we love to engage with you. And one time, mayroong isang care group pumunta sa amin, di kami napagluto, kala namin sila magluluto, di kami nagluto. Kinain namin tuyo. Masaya na yon. We want to engage. And our desire as a church 
that our homes will, that every one of our homes, our elders, our board, our ministry, will, our leaders will open our homes to each one of you so that we can be a community that's loving each other. Hindi lang dito tayo nagkikita, but we are in connection. So I'm, as we open our homes, we begin to hear your stories. And then this past week, I heard a few stories. They shared the burdens that they were experiencing. One of them said to me that she's planning to go back this coming year. The reason why she's planning to go back because she's tired at work. Pagod na pagod na siya. Another lady came to me and said, you know, Pastor, I'm still waiting for an opportunity to be with my husband. But because of si COVID, everything is locked down. My plan was to be with him. And I have to wait. And then another sister shared the struggles they have in the care group. Another shared the struggle they have at home. Napagod na pagod na sila. Kasi nandun yung mga amo. And another shared her burden and struggles. He said to me, Pastor, alam mo, yung aking anak, galit na galit sa akin. Bakit naman? Galit siya kasi hindi ko daw pinapadala lahat na sahod ko sa kanya. And he's telling that in all those things. As I was listening all those things, I don't know how to respond. I don't know how to react. I was just saying, I was deep in my heart. I was praying. Lord, help my sister. Help them go through these challenges. You know what? I don't know your stories. I don't know the struggles that you are in. I don't know what will happen this coming 2021. I don't know what challenges that we will face this coming new year. But always remember this. Always remember this. That our Lord is a good shepherd. In Psalms 23, it says here, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still water. He leads me beside still water. Hindi siya nag-iiwan. Palagi kasama siya. He leads me besides still water. I don't know what we will face. I cannot promise you it will be smooth. But what I do know, our Lord will lead us through. May we begin a new year by humbly praying and say this simple prayer, lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. Not just today, but every day of our life. Before we start the day, before we would do our work, before we travel to our school and our offices, may it be our prayer, lead me, Lord. As I conclude, let me end by asking all of us to listen to a song. And as we ponder on this song, let it be our prayer as we open our heart to God. 
Let it be our prayer, not just today, not just for the new year, but every, all days of our life. So I invite all of us to just close our eyes. If you are joining us in Facebook or in YouTube, just pause for a while. Just close your eyes and just listen to the message of this song and may it be our prayer today. So invite of us to bow, bow down and close our eyes. And if you want, you can use your seats to be your altar and you can pray and kneel if you want. Let us listen to this song and may it be our prayer. Lead me by the hand and help me face the rising sun. Comfort me through all the pain that life may bring. There's no other hope that I can lean upon. Lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord.
Lord, you know what lies ahead. You know, Lord, the battles that we will face this brand new year. But today we start. But today I'll pray, Lord, that you would lead us. Lead each one of us. Lead our families. Lead our church, Lord. Lead us, Lord, in this coming new year. Lead our life, O oh God. Oh, Lord, we need you. Hold us by your hand, O oh God. And help us face, Lord, each brand new year. And even, Lord, in our decision-making, I pray, O oh God, if some of them are struggling and asking for your ways, Lord, I pray that you speak to them, guide them, guide all of us, that we will know your ways, your paths, your truth, O oh God. Because we, are, we can do it by ourselves, Lord. We need you in our life. We need you in every aspect of our life. If anyone is struggling here today, who is listening, Lord, remind them that you are the good shepherd that will steal us, that will lead us in still water. Salamat, Panginoon. But we know that we are safe in your gracious, loving hands, that you are faithful yesterday, you are faithful in 2020, and you will always be faithful in 2021. Salamat, Panginoon. We surrender our lives to you. Lead us, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Let it be our prayer each day. Lord, lead me. Let's just receive the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In a couple of days, we'll be facing a brand new year, Lord. We know, Lord, that you will always be with us. Salamat, Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you, brothers and sisters, those who are joining us in Facebook and YouTube. Uh, do join us once again in our service next week at 12 noon. Do join us also in our online prayer this coming Wednesday. And also this January 1, our online um, New Year service. God bless everyone. See you soon.